crazy to see how much everything has evolved since the pandemic started. Everyone is starting a new hustle. Everything has truly been affected. One thing as you guys know that I'm truly invested in is sneakers. It's gotten harder and harder for some to get shoes with all the stores closing. One way sneakerheads have gone around this is kind of controversial. Botting. The word itself brings up questions. What is botting? How do you do it? How does it work? Well, our next guest has made it his priority to make it work and he has seemed to have success with it. Please welcome our next guest at this time, Sam, also known as Sam Supply. Alright, what's up guys? Welcome to another very special episode of Full Drop Podcast. We are here with our very, very special guest at this time, Sam from Sam Supply. Uh, go and introduce yourself and uh, let everyone know who we have here today. Uh, hi everyone, I'm Sam from Sam Supply. It's basically all my socials. I'm 19 years old and currently living in Iowa. For sure, for sure. Um, I, that's what I was going to ask you. The next question was, uh, you're, so you're 19 years of age. Um, where were you born here in Iowa? Yeah, in Atlantic. Born and raised, still currently living in Atlantic. Okay. For those people that don't know what Atlantic is, because I didn't even know at first. I was like, like Atlanta or like, where were you talking about? Um, where is it Atlantic? Uh, it's a small town of like 7,000 people. It's like, all right. So it's Western Iowa. It's like mm-hmm. an hour west of Des Moines and an hour east of Omaha. So like right in the middle. Yeah, for sure. How is it over there, especially because, like, I feel like sneakers and clothing and, like, fashion isn't a big thing over there. Am I right by saying that? For the most part. There's, like, some high schoolers, but for the most part, not really. But cool thing is one of my former coaches, or coaches in high school, mm-hmm. he's, like, big in the shoes and stuff. And he used to camp out. So, let me think. You know Omar? Yeah. The camps? He, he knows Omar from camping out a long time ago. And he helps me, and I help him, and he doesn't live that far from me, so. Cool. cool. I don't know, we just, like, in high school, we'd always talk and stuff, so it was cool to have someone to talk to with. Mm-hmm. Has, like, getting sneakers, though, been a little bit of a struggle for you? Because, like, I know that, is there, like, any full lockers over there or any, like, finish lines or anything like that, or do you mainly try and do online? I do online, and then, like, I hit Des Moines or Omaha when I can. For sure. It's not that far. Yeah. But other than that, there's, like, no sneaker stores, like. There's, like, one for, like, athletic shoes or, like, that kind of thing. But, but they don't have, like, those, like, an account, like, or anything like that? Not really. Not with Nike. For sure. Um, What made you get into sneakers, especially being, like, where where you're from? It's not that big of a town. It's not, uh, you know, a big place where fashion and sneakers is a really big thing. What made you get into shoes? Um, I mean, I was kind of, like, seeing it on social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, like was into it like looking at them and stuff and my dad never would let me buy them until like I was in high school he finally let me buy my first pair yeah which I think was yeah they were the Jordan 6 maroons 
back in like 2015 when they came out. Mm-hmm. And I was just buying like personals or pre-owned like stuff for cheap for a while. And then one day I uh, hit something on Supreme and I don't know. I think it was the tennis balls. That was what got me started, Supreme tennis balls. And then after, ever since then, I, I've been into it, reselling. Because I had a job at like the Y that was awful. So once I got em- enough money accumulated from the from my job, I just I quit and started reselling. For sure. Um, was there a certain person that got you, you know, motivated to start sneakers, or was it just yourself that got you motivated? It was myself, and then like seeing all the money that can actually be made from doing this mm-hmm. got me into it that's true um do you think it's important to start early because obviously me and you uh are well you're you, you are a year younger uh than me but i i always told people that it's really important to get uh started early do you think that's true it is and it isn't because like i mean when you're when you're younger it's harder to get money mm-hmm. i'd say for the most part but i mean it definitely give you a boost but like if you if you can get money built up when you're like you're older, then that could help you too. Like you could be buying like stuff to hold. But I mean, either way, it would turn out if you know what you're doing and have a passion for it. For sure, that's true. Um, what's been the toughest thing to deal with since you first started? Um, <laughs> probably getting multiples because like foot sites love to cancel. Yeah, and like Shopify, they always cancel. So getting multiples would be probably my biggest problem. And like easy supply, like my address is banned. So I have to use other people's address. How, how do you get your, your your address banned on easy supply? I think I just tried to like, I got through the queue so many times before I had a buy. I just kept trying to check out and they kept like declining me or like refusing. So I'm pretty sure it's from that. Mm-hmm. So, so I, know, I, still, I was still messing with it to figure out what's the problem. Yeah, so that's another thing that has been really big, especially during the pandemic, because a lot of places have closed is botting. Uh, do you say you use bots heavier than like um, going into the stores now? Uh, right now, yes. Before, I was used to be always in store of bots, but mm-hmm. now I'm bots over in store. For sure. How how was it getting into bots? Like, because I know a lot of people feel like it's very difficult, and I've seen firsthand how difficult, but also how easy it can be. Um, what made you want to get into botting? Uh, my friend in Omaha told me, kept telling me to get one, and he helped me get one for a decent price, which was NSB through a group buy, mm-hmm. and it was like three fifty compared to like the retail five hundred. But I don't know. I just messed with like NSB until like I don't know, like February of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and then I got Phantom and started cooking with Phantom and realized that like. I can actually do this because NSV was hit or miss. And then uh, I got TKS, which is it's kind of a low-key bot. It cooks foot sites time to time, but like the renewal on it's only 50 so it's not that bad of a price. Yeah. And then recently I just got Cyber, which was pretty expensive, but it cooks. So, Or if I want to sell it, it's going to go up in the future unless all the bots crash. For sure. And and that's something that I've I've had a lot of people ask me too about botting. Um, was what was like your what is your day to day like kind of way of of going at uh, a release as far as like you wake up you get your bot started or do you do it that all beforehand? Normally, I I like to set up the night before, make mm-hmm. sure so if I wake up late, I don't have to like hurry and mess something up because. With botting, if you mess one thing up, it can make the whole release go bad because that one thing 
screw it up. Yeah. What 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 would you say is like the smallest things that you probably messed up with or you had to get used to when you first started? Um, the proxies for sure, making sure all of them are good and everything. Because I think that was my biggest issue and not wanting to spend money on proxies. Yeah. Because like sometimes they can be expensive, but then like they'll pay off for sure if you can hit multiples. Yeah, that's true. Hitting. Uh, what was the first release you thought you know to yourself like, hey, you know, actually this can make a good amount of money like i can actually really do this for um in the future like when i first like started reselling yeah what was like your first item that you hit that you're just like yo like i can actually make some good amount of profit on on this stuff um first time because like sneakers likes beginning beginner's luck so the mm-hmm. first time i had sneakers i i hit the jordan 4 travis scott's yeah and then i don't know they kind of were really low at the beginning i sold mine for like 400 Dang. Which is low for like what they are right now, but that was pretty high for what they were when they first came out. Mm-hmm. So I mean that one, and I was hitting a bunch of like Supreme stuff. Can't even remember like all of it, but yeah, I was hitting a bunch of that Supreme yeah. at like twenty eighteen, twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. I, I just how, how, Yeah, that is true. Um, I, I was going to ask you that too. What was your first ever sneaker that you owned in your collection? Because aside of like botting and stuff, do you are you like a, a collector yourself? Do you actually like sneakers, or is it just something more like a business thing? Both. I like sneakers, but like, I I have like a decent amount, but like, I don't know. Right now, I really don't want to be spending money on personals at the moment because I'm trying to you know keep building that cash. Yeah. How important do you, you think that is though? Because I feel like a lot of people like they'll get into like reselling and then they'll be like, Oh, I'm making a lot of money and they'll just forget about their business and they just start buying personals. And then a lot of people just end up uh, not realizing how much money they spent. Yeah. I mean, that's very important to be, to make sure you keep enough money for your business and not like keep getting high on your own supplies. People say. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, what do those people who are closest around you think about your whole business and what you've been doing at the beginning? Mm-hmm. Um, there was definitely some haters saying like I couldn't make any money from this, and then later they saw how much money and they wanted to get into it, and I just told them no. That that is true. That's actually something that happened to me too, um, and I feel like it happens frequently. Yeah, people, a lot of people just doubt you, and then as soon as they see you have some success, they're like, hey, you know, like, can I join? Can I get some of that? So I I honestly agree with that. Yeah, I just uh, laughed. Yeah, that's yeah, funny. like that's something that I feel like hap- that has happened multiple times to a lot of people, which is it's just crazy to see that, you know, you'll have people tell you, hey, you can't do this or they'll laugh at you. And then as soon as you have a little bit of success, it's it's just crazy for me, like just seeing those people pop back in your DMs and like, hey, what's up? Like, have you been like, can I join and everything like that? Um, but I did want to ask you, too, what's been your biggest uh, flip as far as like mm-hmm. since you started? Um. Like I think single shoe was Travis Scott ones off his website. I got through manually. I was going crazy after I hit, and then I hit the the COVID box logo. I hit technically I hit three of them with one of my bots, but they were all in the same profile, so I only got one. Fortunately, mm. shout out to the girlfriend for letting me run her information. <laughs> there you go. Um, is there any shoe that you regret selling that you wish you would have kept? A lot of them. <laughs> Yeah, what like um, what, what the name of the <laughs> uh for sure the Travis Fours since they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh Travis Wands too. Oh yeah, those shot up like crazy. Yeah. Some dunks. 
Um, I don't really know. I just know, like, I'll sell shoes, and then they'll go up, and then if I hold them, they'll go down. Exactly. That's, to, that's literally my luck. Sad black toes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that I, was crazy, honestly, too. Yeah, I have a kind of a crazy story of how I got mine what in happened? Omaha. Because, like, I know, I heard, like, because Logan told me, like, what happened in Des Moines. Because I knew, I knew Logan at the time, and I didn't know you. Yeah. But, so, I pull up at, like, really early in the morning. I'm, like, the only one there, and then other people start driving around. Because mm-hmm. there's like there's three main entrances or like close entrances to finish line. So there's the main one which is kind of close, and there's two other ones. Mm-hmm. So there's like six people. I brought my friend pulled up later. There's like five or six people, and then I see like a finish line employee pull up to the door I'm at. Yeah, and then I see him leave. So I, I knew something was up. So I get in my car and rush to wherever he went to the other entrance. And there was just a, there was a couple people there, and then so they were like they got into that entrance. So, like, we, I spread it all the way down there. I was, like, eighth on the line, which kind of sucked. But, like, me and my friends still hit. And there was, like, 30, 40 people there. No, there was, like, 30 because they got, like, 30-ish pairs and everyone touched that was there. Dang. And then I won one at Champs. And then, and then I bought one off a kid. Yeah, I, I remember when they were hot. That on release day, everybody wanted them. Yeah, I only paid, like, 475 Thank goodness, I didn't pay the high. Yeah, and have them drop. Yeah, they they dropped hard, which I I never thought that was gonna happen. Honestly, I thought they were gonna stay up there. I mean, I like looking back, I can kind of see it now where like the the prices were so high, and like I don't know. Once people got like their pairs in hand, I just yeah, I should have known, but I didn't know it was gonna do like drop like half value. Half of of them. Yeah, that's true. I could see them like. I was thinking they were going to drop like maybe a couple hundred and then go back up. The they just kept dropping. Oh yeah. All right. And another thing I wanted to ask you too um, is, do you have any like crazy campout stories that you want to share with everybody? Yeah, I got some good ones. Uh, the first one is probably the most crazy one. So this was at Subsect, and this was the Safari Dunk back mm-hmm. in like March or whatever. Yeah. So I get there, and a bunch of other people I know are there, and like basically there's as many people or more people as pairs they have. Yeah. And then this one guy from Chicago comes and he's there. And so like, we haven't lined up yet. It's not seven or whatever the time is. Yeah. He comes and he starts complaining because we, we lined up or whatever to lined up too early. And then I'll put back. So there's two other people from Chicago that are going to get pairs that are there. Yeah. He, he flew there, which I don't know why, but he said he worked at an airline. So he got like gets like free flights. Yeah. So he came and started like complaining because he wasn't gonna get a pair and we were doing it unfairly. And then it got like to a point where like someone said they had a gun like to stay safe or something. And he yeah. took that as someone was going to shoot him. So he called the police saying someone was threatening him to shoot him. What the so heck? the police came and then like talked to the two people and talked to us saying like I don't know. We just told him like he wasn't gonna shoot him. We decided to get a gun or whatever. And then basically they didn't really do anything and they just like took statements or whatever. And they said, if they have to come back, they're going to like detain us or arrest us, which was kind of crazy, I guess. What the heck? Yeah. I kind of, I, I did a lie for a little bit, but I'm mad. I didn't save them. Cause like yeah. I kind of deleted them. It was like, whatever. I don't want people like to see this and then show the owner. Cause he was, he wasn't there. He was in Mexico. So it was like the other dude that runs it when he's not there. But after he left, it was fine. Like no one else really came just chilled. And we got our pairs in the morning, so it was cool. 
Yeah, that's always and, nice. Yeah, and then everything's been a raffle, which kind of makes sense with, like, Corona, COVID, and then, like, the hype on, like, every SB right now is just through the roof, so. I could not see sense. them doing first, like, even though sometimes I would like to have it be first come, first served, I understand why, obviously, with COVID, but then there's so many, like, stuff that can happen with yeah. a lot of money that's that can be made with shoes, and it's just crazy, honestly. Because I have a friend, and, well, he came to the LA to Chicago, that was my first camp out, and he's from mm-hmm. Chicago, and he brought a bunch of people, and they got pairs, and I was the last one to get a pair. I kept that what, LA to Chicago what, since I'm LA. LA to Chicago. Yeah, it was my first camp out, and I brought two friends, but I was the last one, so I just told them to drive my car home and pick me up in the morning. Yeah, but I, I was my since I'm a huge Lakers fan, I kept that unfortunately, but it's like I don't know one of my favorites. But to get back to like the craziness that would have happened if like a Travis Chunky or the Gratefuls were first come. Yeah. So the guy from Chicago told me or whatever that he knew people from uh, New York that were going to fly in for those they do first come first serve and the amount of money they could have made which one they would uh travis's he told me they said people were going to fly from new york because they always do first come but i'm I'm glad they did a raffle because of like i don't like there would be way too many people there and it would have been bad yeah and that's something that a lot of people don't realize is is because there's always complaints of people who don't win the raffles. They're like, oh, you guys should just do first come, first serve because that's, a, you know, the easiest way and the most, you know, um, simple way to do it. But then they don't take into effect that, like, like there's so much sellers. stuff that can go wrong. Yeah. The amount of time people would be there and then it would just be like, who's, say, who's here first or whatever, and it would have been mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. But, which is but, yeah. crazy. Because, like, they said they – wouldn't get even have the pairs and like store until yeah. like the day because that's good so people wouldn't break in and steal them yeah but uh let me think because like the only thing i don't like about what happened with the travis was the amount of social medias that posted that iowa was gonna get them and then like everyone knew about subsect so like it used to be not kind of look before uh, 2020 or like the ray guns it was super low-key to like or like really no one there was an amount of people that knew about it in des moines but like the kids didn't know about it and it was it was really nice oh yeah and i like remember kind of, that there was like only like 10 10 20 people there max at like a release and that was probably like more of be a hyped one but now it's like the amount of people that know about it from travis because the amount of social medias that posted about it like everyone knows now Oh, yeah, it's just, it's gotten ridiculous at this point, to be honest. Yeah, because Ray Guns wasn't bad, because they had a, you could only buy one pair, and they had, like, 16, 20 of each pairs, so I wasn't too bad. It was, it was pretty chill, and, like, no one was, no one was mean or anything. It was all done pretty, pretty nicely, and then the owner brought his donuts, so that was cool. Did you go to that one? Uh, I was going to be there, but I, I should have gone, honestly, because I could have gone up there. But someone sent me a picture of the line. And I was like, no, there's no way that I'll, that I'll be there to get a pair. And then I found out that like five, six people showed up. And those five, six people that showed up after me, like got a pair. Yeah. Um, Strange Love wasn't crazy, but what happened was kind of stupid. I don't know if you were in the chat at the time, that Instagram chat or I'm not going to say his name, but so he, I was there in store chilling and then he came in and 
like I don't know what he was doing, but he came in, looked around, and left, and then because they didn't post those on the social media, but they posted Strange Love like stickers, T-shirts, mm-hmm. and stuff, and came in, didn't even like ask the owner if they were gonna get him or whatever, or like call him, DM him, or anything. So and then like they only had eight pairs, so like it got cleaned up pretty easily. And then he got all mad because I didn't tell him, and he wasn't. Were they first person. come, first served? I can't even remember. Yeah, they were. They were first come, and there was only eight pairs. By the time they were only like three, four hundred dollars, but still, yeah. there was eight pairs since they were were pretty limited. And he got all mad because I didn't tell him. And like I was still trying to hold it down for my other friends since like they had work and stuff. And then I don't know. I would have told him if they were there, but he got all mad because I didn't tell him when I like, yeah that, that, that of a friend. That particular kid has that issue of if people don't tell him, he feels some type of way. But if like it's okay for him not to do not to tell anyone, you know. Yeah, I just thought that was funny to me. It wasn't like too crazy. It was just funny to me, like what happened. Yeah, it's it's just like I said, it's just the same thing with that kid over and over again. Yeah. Um that he's always been like that. But um, yeah, that's that's honestly really crazy. I forgot that they were first come first served. It was like one of the last. Like, Safaris were the last one, but that was like one of the one of the last ones. Yeah, so. but. uh LA to Chicago was my first one that was interesting because I didn't realize like the like people from Chicago came and like there was a decent like half the people were from Chicago and half were from Des Moines. So, yeah, like, there was sucked. a whole line and like it was started raining, right? Yeah, because I got there the night before, and like some kid showed up like ten minutes after me. I'm so glad I showed up when I did. Otherwise, I got a pair. What but, size did uh, you hit? Eleven and a half, which is I'm eleven, eleven and a half. So I I kept them. But they were like five hundred, six hundred now. Yeah, but, I, I was able to get a pair myself just recently as well. I saw that. Um, but he, I mean, it was rain the whole night, which kind of sucked. But so I let the people who came with me drive my car back. So I didn't have a car, but people, one of the kids from Chicago, let me sit in the car. So that was cool. And then the news came in the morning, and that was that was interesting. Yeah, I saw that too. I was like, whoa, what the heck. Yeah, I don't know why. Like they they came for that one, that one, and like never came back. So that was that was they interesting. Probably, yeah, they probably didn't have much to do that day. <laughs> yeah, it was a Friday in May. I don't know. They must have been bored and saw like, tw- well, because they came in the morning, so like more people came in the morning, even though they weren't gonna get a pair. So it was probably like twenty, thirty people there, and they had eighteen pairs, and I was eighteen, so I probably saw like twenty to thirty people there, and were like wondering what was happening. So. I mean, they came, they shot like a ton of stuff and only used like 30 to 50 seconds worth of material. So it was kind of sad yeah, that they put that much effort into it and only used barely anything. But oh, yeah. I was barely in it, so I didn't really care. I didn't really want to be in it to put my, like, my face out there or be known. I just stay low key for the most part. Yeah, that's true. Black toe satin was kind of crazy in Omaha, but everyone yeah, even hit the there. one here was crazy as well. Yeah, this. It was weird because you guys only got like half the stock Omaha did, and I was assuming I ignored the other pairs. Um, was there like a lot more people there? And oh the yeah, point? like over thirty. Yeah, easily because what happened was I showed up there pretty early, and I did a circle around the mall, and I saw Logan um, at one of the entrances. And I was like, oh, hey, I'm going to just chill with him. I probably, I was fully expecting not to get a pair. I just went there with my wife and I'm like, hey, like, 
let's just get up in the morning. We probably won't get a pair, but, you know, we have nothing to do today, so let's just go. She's like, okay, cool. Um, and I did a, a loop around the, the, the mall, and I saw Logan there uh, waiting in line. And I was like, oh, cool, so it's just him. And, like, there was, like, two, three other people behind him. And um, I was like, cool, so I'm going to just park my car here and just chill and, like, talk. Um, and I started chopping it up with him. And then um, what's it called? After that happened, he's like, hey, you know, like, before you got here, it's been crazy. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, well, uh, there's been multiple people that were thrown out of the mall in front of us, like, as far as, like, they saw, they witnessed, um, because they were inside the mall, and there's no way that you can get inside the mall unless you sleep overnight, and I guess some people were sleeping in overnight at the mall, and they've been, like, catching them and kicking them out, Um, and I was like, what? Like, people really, like, risking it that bad like they want their shoes so bad um so i was like wow that's really crazy um and then after that i was like wow like i don't know i, I just wasn't expecting that and then um one of the security guys came out before he opened up the door he's like hey there's another group um on the other side of the mall that's but they're being really really uh rowdy and you know they're not being compliant with us so we're gonna let you guys go first as far as like line up first so i'm like okay cool so we get in there and um we're like one of the first people in line and then like four i want to say like three or four officers showed up and they're like hey if there's any fights like don't stay at like don't don't uh attack them like yourself i guess um don't fight back is basically what they were trying to say um if there's anyone that's trying to like make you give up the spot like let us know we'll be here to uh to handle the situation and then finally they let the other guys come and as soon as they saw us, they were pissed. They're like, Oh, like, you know, what what the fuck are these guys doing here? And it was just really, really bad. Um, and then one of the guys that was like um mad that, that you know, we were there before them, um, spoke to a police officer and was like, Hey, we were here before you guys and, and you know, like what's going on, this isn't fair. And my thing is if you're in my opinion, if you're the police officer, you should not care about what a person has to say as far as like they're trying to change your motive or like you know what i mean you're just there to make sure that nothing's going wrong as far as like there's no fights there's no issues but then i guess the officer believed that guy and was like trying to tell them all um security uh what's it called manager because the, the the main manager for security of the mall was there he was trying to tell the main uh manager to like switch all of us around and I'm like, I never thought that that would come out of an officer's mouth as far as like, hey, you know, the people in the front should be in the the people in the back and the people in the back should be the people in the front. And I was like, yo, like, are you, is this guy serious? Like, what's going on? And then the uh, the manager was like, no, we're not going to do that. Like, that would cause so much more problems. Um, so then after that happened, there was a Foot Locker employee that came in and um, I had I had a feeling that something wasn't going to go wrong because I knew how much stock uh, they had and I knew that they probably weren't going to release all of their stock the same thing that happened with the Jordan 1 uh, satin shattered backboards that I got um, they didn't release not even a handful of stock with those so I was like that's probably what they're going to do with these so then after that happened uh, they one of the managers that was there came out and was like hey we only have I think like they only released like 15 pairs and um the like people didn't care people were like no we're gonna wait here and then the, you know the police officer that was there was like hey you guys probably shouldn't wait here because you guys are not gonna get any pairs there's only 15 there's over 40 people here 
and people just didn't care. They, they stayed there. Um, and I had people come up to me like, Hey, do you want to sell your pair or do you want to sell your spot? And I was like, no, I'm good. Um, I'm not going to do that. And just got my pair, got walked out to my car, um, took a picture with Logan, took a picture with another guy that caught some pairs and just called it a day. Yeah. Cause like I heard kind of what happened, which was like, I heard one kid had like his mom worked at the wall mall. So he knew a way to get in. He kept getting kicked out. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. There was a kid that literally it was the, the, the minute the guy was going to open up the door he turned around because someone screamed something. Someone said, hey, how did he get in? He turned around, and him and his mom were uh, were sitting, like, with uh, – what are those chairs called? Um, Massage? No, 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 no. They're, like, uh, lawn chairs. Oh. Uh, so they brought lawn chairs, and they sat – they literally sat right in front of the store. And someone was like, hey, how did they get in the store? And he turned around, locked the door, went to them, kicked them out, and put them all the way to the back of the line. Yeah, that's the thing. End up getting a pair. That's the thing I don't like about malls is when they do first come, and it's like hype. There's so many entrances, and like you got to pick one. Yeah. So you got to like rely on like an employee or the manager opening the door, or rely on going to the door where security opens first. Mm-hmm. So it's always like a gamble, I guess. Yeah. At the is. time, those shoes were only like when they came out in the morning. They were only like three, four hundred dollars compared to when they shot up at like over the week, like a thousand. So it was only like. Two three hundred dollars profit if you sold them at like the time they released. Yeah, but it kind of that's kind of what happened in Omaha. But they had, but they were being so quiet about stock, wouldn't tell us or anything. Mm-hmm. And then this, they go because I talked to them the day before since I stayed at my buddy's house over the night. They go, yeah, we have every size, no need to worry. And then in the morning they go, biggest size we have is like a ten. I go, okay, well he gave all the sizes, big sizes to the employees. Yeah. And so I came, I, like I said earlier, I went to the door, they, the finish line employee or manager opened, got like six or eighth in line with my friend. And then they opened the other doors and all those kids and people came running down the hallways and like at the end of the hallway. And there was like 30 people, everyone, thank goodness, everyone got a pair. And, and then I just saw like later, cause I was still there for my champs, people, employees were just walking out with their pairs. So they had to probably have like 40, 50 pairs. So that was interesting. Cause like, since it, I heard that like JD sports, like finish line got a hold of JD sports stock cause they're like together. And that's why they were first come instead of a raffle. Hmm. That's but, um, I was going to say something, but I forgot. Uh, Oh, so, um, do you remember the, you know, the gym reds? Yeah. So finish line, they got, like, grade school, but they didn't raffle them. So, like, and I called them, like, the night before. Did you guys get them or whatever? And they said, yeah. So I go in the morning, 7, 8 o'clock, just sitting outside the store. No one's coming. No one's coming. Like, it's time where he opens it. No one's here. I go in. And I go, can I can I buy all of them? And he goes, sure. I took every, I bought every single pair because no one was there. So that was kind of cool. And then mm-hmm. went back to the morning and got my other pairs. So I got, like. 15 pairs that day yeah no what would be your all-time grail uh as far as like a shoe that you are still looking for currently or that you want to have one day in your life mm, that's a tough one um probably the travis one like the og high mm-hmm. i just like that shoe so much but i knew at the time i couldn't keep it because of how much they were yeah, that's true 
just every all the little details in that shoe is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to ask you too. What's been something that you learned that you wish you knew when you first started? Something that you know now, but you know you kind of wish you knew that when when you first got started into sneakers. Um, hold your shoes or hold some of your shoes, I guess. Yeah. Because I was always quick selling to gain the capital, but I don't know. If I would have held some of those shoes, I would have made so much more. Oh, yeah, that is true. And I feel like a lot of times people, when they hit, like, one shoe, and like you said, it might go up, uh, it might go down a, a couple hundred bucks, but then, like, eventually go up. Um, I feel like a lot of people do see that, but they don't, they just don't hold it. Like, they're like, no, like, I'll, I can make some quick, easy cash right now, and then they'll sell it and then end up regretting it. Yeah, but it's also the risk you got to take. It could yeah. go right back down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta hope sure. and pray, or no. Yeah, um, especially with like everything that's going on right now, there's a lot of people that um, are not working, and I feel like there's a lot of pe- more scams going on, especially like with sneakers. Have you ever been scammed yourself? Um, not, not really. I mean, like for a little bit, but it was like whatever. Yeah. What, really what do you care. What do you mean? It was like twenty, thirty bucks. Someone was gonna like forgot what it was mm-hmm. or what like what the deal was, but it was like. All right. If you, I guess if I if you need the twenty thirty bucks, you need it that bad. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I've seen like and heard of like see people post on Instagram like like the ways they've got scammed and like proper ways to like do business or yeah. like like with PayPal. Because I like I'll only gift to people if like I know them or if like they're in Des Moines or whatever and people know they're legit or like I've done business with with them before. But like if people ask to do gifted upon arrival or gift I, I just tell them no i don't want to take that risk as far as like getting a chargeback yeah or like gifted upon arrival if where they don't send you the money and they just take your stuff oh i know i see oh, a I lot see. of people yeah i see a lot of people do that and it goes just fine but i've seen like the complete opposite way where it just goes it goes bad like, so like you'll, you're you're saying as far as like someone is selling a pair of shoes and then they go and sell them to a buy a, a, a potential buyer and then that potential buyer never gets never sends the money yeah so like you'll agree on a deal you send the shoes and then once he gets them and authenticates them he'll send you the money so mm. i mean it works out for some people and then some people doesn't so oh yes yeah. no i would never trust choose really anybody wisely unless i yeah. really know him yeah that is true um have you ever been to any uh sneaker shows whether that's locally or maybe abroad no i haven't i've debated but I didn't really have the stock. Oh, I did last year, but I kind of forgot about the one Ellis did. Yeah. I think it was like right after the para drop, so I was really tired. And then yeah. my girlfriend came and camped with me, so that was cool. Shout yeah. out to her. I don't think many girlfriends would do that. So oh, yeah. <laughs> you always got to shout out the girlfriend. Um, yeah. and, and that's another thing that I was going to ask you, too. Do you just do it yourself, like as far as like Sam Supply, or do you have like other uh, people help? Uh, I have some friends help that come, like, to the releases and stuff, and I'll pay them. Like, my girlfriend, she came to the Paradunk and the Costin when he did the first ones, the UNC One Lows. Yeah. She came to both those in the summer and then slept in my car. Never asked for a payment, so I just bought her a bunch of food. There you go. But, I don't know. And then, uh, what do you think? I've had, like, three, uh, two, three friends that came to the bread release. One came the satin toe, and one helped me with the the black non-reflective when I restocked on finish line in Des Moines. 
Yeah. Is that um, and, I, and something I was also going to ask you too is what's your other hobbies that you like besides sneakers? Or is there anything else you like uh, besides yeah. shoes? I, I love playing video games, play them basically every day with my friends or whatever. And then rides hanging out with friends, playing sports, watching sports. Sure. Um, if you weren't reselling, what else would you be doing? What else do you think you would be interested in doing besides shoes? I honestly don't know. Like I'm, I don't know. I'd probably just be going to school for something and yeah. working at a job I don't want to be working at to get money, I guess. Yeah, I, I feel that, honestly. Um, with all the collabs that have been happening this year, what's been your favorite so far? Strange Love 100%. The you, quality you on that shoe. Right? I have two right now. What size? Like eight and a half and nine and a half. Nice. The quality on that shoe and like the, like all the work they've done like on the the sole or the the insole the whatever you pull out and put your foot on yeah the artwork on that is so nice the quality on the suede and everything is good and then on the tongue it's like velvet and it feels just like a pillow it's so nice yeah did you hit both of those for retail i hit one at subsect for retail and then i bought another one for 550 and i'm very glad i did it. i bought another one oh yeah those shot up a lot yeah i'm for gonna sure. wait till probably valentine's day or sometime next year to sell them oh yeah yeah usually around those times is when a lot of people will be buying them yeah because um, well because they're pink and everything yeah that is true um what's been your least favorite collab of the year um well the union oh, so far what people have shown of the union for is those are sad. horrible i've seen i've seen more pictures since that like one leak came out of like yeah. the actual shoe it doesn't look too bad it's just this the tongue is the worst in my opinion like, if they yeah. would have done a regular tongue, it would be fine. But the tongue kind of kills it. Because the quality oh. on it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. This is the tongue. Oh, but, yeah. I don't know. We have to wait till like, they come out. Because I did a pre-order for them, which I was kind of pissed they look like that. But if they're limited and they people like Union, so hopefully it don't, doesn't go to waste. Yeah, because I know, I know when they first did mock-ups, those mock-ups looked really nice. Yeah. So I, I was we honestly should, super excited. We shall see. And... I think another one people aren't going to like this, but I think the Chunky. Chunky Dunky. Cause it's not like bad. It just got like, there was so much hype around it and everything. When I actually got a pair in hand, it was just like, I've already seen this a million times. It's not that cool. Yeah, I mean, the it quality was cool. on them either. Too. Yeah, the qualities on them's decent to good. I don't know. People were just dragging on them. Like the, you know, like the blue on the toe box. People said it wasn't that good. But in my opinion, it was decent. Yeah. I just... I've seen like it was all over social media and everything when I got it. It's just like, oh, these are cool, but it was like not too crazy because of the amount of hype around them. Yeah, when honestly, it was just there was so many hype, and I feel like that hyped it. That hype itself like just killed it. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's still going for a lot of money, but yeah, but I think I think the Grateful Dead's kind of are cooler because like the material they use and like the hype was there but it wasn't like chunky donkey where it was like everyone was posting about it and everything oh yeah that that is true honestly like it was i don't know i feel like they got so hyped to the point where like it just was like too much yeah for sure so yeah it's just it was just so weird like seeing so much hype on them and then out of nowhere like it kind of just died down although the price is still there like there's like you said they're still going for a good amount um but i did want to ask you too there's obviously like a whole bunch of people getting collabs nowadays um, if you could collab with like any brand one day, 
Um, what brand would that be? It's a tough one. I'd probably do Nike because I, I obviously like Nike more than Adidas because, like, Adidas really is just, uh, like, Yeezys. But, yeah. like, my favorite Jordan's probably a four, so I'd probably would do a do four. Kind of, yeah, that's going to ask you to that. Would you do a four? Oh, for sure. I, I don't know what I'd do with it, but I'd do a four for sure. Cool, cool. Um, have you ever – that wasn't going to be another question, too, as well, that I was going to ask because you said you you – dealt with hate when you first started how did you exactly deal with it as far as like what was your reaction to all that hate that you got when you first started i don't know i just i didn't really do anything it didn't really like affect me at all it's kind mm-hmm. of i don't know it was just people hating for no reason and yeah, then they saw funny. i made money and kind of wanted to get into it and stopped hating so i kind of thought that was funny yeah yeah that's true like i said i've been through the, the same situation and i feel like and it gets so much hate, and I, I don't get it. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, man. Because it it pisses me off too. Like a lot of times, when I see it, is it's like why? Like this kid is on one, he's underage. Yeah. Then two, you're just like giving him hate for for what? Yeah, like, I don't know. He he deals with it pretty well. I feel like. Yeah. At least I see, and he hit those Dior's, which is kind of funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> his look is unreal. Dior's oh, yeah. and. And Travis Scott's, like, <laughs> wish I had his luck. Oh, yeah, same here. Um, and I was going to ask you, too, because obviously with, like, shoes, there's always – I feel like there's always an end goal with it. What would be your end goal with shoes or, like, what's your goal with reselling? My goal is to make it full-time, and I'm trying to do that soon. I just need an investor to kind of get started, but mm-hmm. I really don't want to give out my method. But I, I have a pretty good method. I just need an investor to start it, obviously. Yeah, or win lottery. True. Yeah, well, we that, that lottery would be nice. Yeah, very. It would help very much. But oh, I'm just yeah. trying to get an investor right now or a loan. I'd rather do it with it with an investor. Yeah, um, where would you see or what would you like to see yourself uh, here in the next ten years? Um, probably. Well, the goal in a year or two is to be in Omaha or Des Moines, but I'd prefer Omaha. Get the loan or invest or whatever, and then do my thing with that, get a warehouse and everything, and just be doing it full-time, probably for forever. That's all I need to retire. Hopefully yeah. shoes last that long. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, here on the podcast, we always, always you know, like to leave uh, the person that's on the podcast with the last message, maybe a little word of inspiration for those who are listening. Um, what's something that you would like to leave the followers and listeners who are listening to this podcast with? Um, to always always follow your dreams because – for the most part, if you keep following them and doing what you want to do, they, they will work out. It might just take a while, but for the most part, it should work out. Mm-hmm. You just got to stick tr- true to who you are and what you're doing, and it hopefully will work out for you. True, true. That is, that is always true. Um, where can people find you as far as like your social media, anything you want to give out? Um, where can people find you? Um, my Instagram is Sam Supply, so S-A-M period S-P-P-L-Y. And then Twitter is basically the same thing, S-A-M underscore S-P-P-L-Y. But those are my main two socials I use. Yeah. I want to thank you again, man, for coming on uh, on the podcast, you know, having the time out of your day to actually come on and, you know, get this podcast done. I love your story. And um, obviously, like, talking with you about bots and everything like that was something new that I didn't really ever have a conversation with anybody about that. Um, so I want to thank you again for coming on the podcast and being open about that type of stuff. 
um, with everyone, you know, and uh, thank you again, man, uh, for yep. coming on. Thank you too for letting me come on. For sure.